Shout out I to our wait. sponsor of today. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's sponsor is brought to you by TB3 Hookah. You see me smoking on the hookah. That's thank you to our supplier, uh, Jersey's number one online hookah retailer. Uh, with their vast variety of flavors, coals, and hookahs, and so much more, they make the priority to satisfy all of your hookah essentials, enjoy all of your favorite products in no time with their fast, easy shipping. Here at TB3 Hookah, you are a priority. Uh, use this code TRUST to save 10% on your next TB3 uh, hookah order. Again, that's TRUST for 10% off your order. Now in Jersey, especially if you're in South Jersey, this is your guy to use. I would say when I deal with prices down here, you always deal with the, the upkeep of we don't play up north prices. Up north prices are always better than South Jersey prices. So if you're looking for a, a amazing retailer, he has all the products. And if he doesn't, you can easily DM him and he can get that for you, Anything, any of your needs. So please, again, use code TRUST for 10% off. The website is below, but if you're listening, it is www.tbboy3hookah.com. www.tb3hookah.com. Use code TRUST for 10% off. Welcome to another episode of In Those Who Trust Podcast. Got myself in the building, Malik Coward, along with my guy, Liam. What's up, Lee? What's good, my guy? Um, so I mentioned off air, but... Your boy left all the notes at at, at work before we talk about. So we do get prepared for the show. Don't think we just come Crazy. out of nowhere and just a rookie mistake. <laughs> a from Cowboys the veteran. mistake <laughs> from the veteran. That was a Cowboys mistake. Rookie mistake from a veteran. But listen, we're gonna Yo, roll like we always do, though. Of course. Um, so we do prepare for our shows, but so we have two ways we can go. Before mm-hmm. in the beginning of the week, we did have some some some. Um, well, how do you how do you say uh, some heat on us with the Cowboys, Eagles coming out with the, both wins, mm-hmm. but some some troubling skies. We have to touch on our college football, of course, NFL news, mm-hmm. as well as some debates that have been in the news. Where do you want to hit it off, brother? Well, listen, I would love to. Uh, <clears throat> I know we're gonna we have a, a few games we might want to touch on, but I gotta ask you. What the hell happened on Sunday with the Cowboys? Okay, I, well, I got to I got to catch the end of that game. Um, okay, in in all honesty, Cowboys hate aside, I don't know how the Texans Texans didn't score on that fourth and goal that would have sealed the game. But I didn't watch the entire thing. Obviously, the birds were playing. But I would love to hear from you. Where's your panic meter at? Was it just another win? What what do you what are you feeling? Yeah, so. Uh, as you watch that game, that's your boy who made that stop. Do you know who made that stop there? That was your boy, uh, Lawrence, right there, that that made that, that fourth fourth and goal. They didn't score. So watching the whole game, was I worried? Not really, because these mm-hmm. are games, and it's funny. I worry about the games we're supposed to win more than the games that, like, it's close. It, it could go either way for two Easy. reasons. Yeah. One the Cowboys hate train, right? The games you're supposed to win, when you lose those games, it's so much more hate that we'll get. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You guys suck. You lost those games. Two, it's I do understand that now you can say I have that bias that anyone who comes, especially into our home stadium to play us, is going to play their best game. And they had nothing to lose. They, you, when, you have, when you're playing a team that has nothing to lose, the season kind of set in, in stone. Your drafts are set in stone. Your picks, it's like... You have nothing to lose besides go out there and ball, right? So seeing that, I was like, okay, there's a little bit of trouble here because they had nothing to lose. Again, we should still win the game. 
But any concerns I can step away with, I say our only concern that I can walk away with and saying like, fuck, I should be getting nervous now as it's getting time to, to postseason is two things. It's Dak Prescott and the run defense. That's my only, that's my only two things that just from observing the game that I was like, fuck, I kind of got to be worried about. And probably the best statement I've ever seen Jerry Jones make, he made in the news today was, um, Dak Prescott, there's, there's a difference between, um, being aggressive and this stupidity and kind of throwing the ball away. And I completely agree with him. That pick to kind of end the game that went into, uh, the Texans possibly going down and score. Yep. In, in my opinion, that it was like a, it, that wasn't his fault, but it was aggressive. That was an aggressive throw yeah. by him to do. At that point, that's when I texted you and said, the Texans beat us the fuck up. Yeah, and that's actually, so I think the Eagles game, when that ended, Fox transitioned to the Dallas game. But I think we had red zone on the other TV. So I, I saw the interception. I think it was like, what, the edge rusher just beat your tackle, kind of got a hand on Dak's arm, yeah. that, you know. Um and he was trying to throw it to uh, Schultz. Yes, yeah. And, I mean, that that's a tough one to, I guess, put full blame on Dak. I mean, put some blame on the line there. But I, it was his second pick of the day. I didn't get to see his first one, so I can't really touch on oh, that. But, I, I forget um, the first one. Yeah, I, I think, you know, this is what we've been saying over and over with your Cowboys is, you know, one of the main problems or concerns is – Dak Prescott and can he get it done? And um, I guess to play devil's advocate, coming as an unbiased, you know, just an NFL fan, you can also say, well, he led a, led the Cowboys down the field for a touchdown to win that game. So when it mattered most, he did do it. But the fact that it was even, you know, it got to that point, you know, it, it's it's weird. And like you said, that was I think the Cowboys were like two touchdown favorite. This game was never even supposed to be close. Yeah, and just the fact that it was. And, and, and it carried for the entire game. And that was one of those, you know, it was close at halftime where I'm watching it kind of on the side TV and be like, okay, like Cowboys are going to end up blowing this up. And it's what they did against the Colts, right? Colts kept it close for a little bit. Then Cowboys busted the door in. But the fact that it was it was that close, um, yeah, I don't know. I really, I can't explain it. Yeah, and I think it's, it's not defensive-wise. It's, I can't be mad at our defense. I look at our defense and I'm like, our defense kept us in the game. Without our defense, we we're, we're, we lose that game with with the way like the, the game was going. Right, no matter what, we stopped them fourth and goal to put up ten on us. At that point, game's over. We lose. Yes, it is. We stopped them with a scoop and score by Diggs. Right to give our offense again another chance to bail themselves out to go ahead and score. We can't do it. Now this is where I say I'm. The whole time we were driving down the field, it was Dak. Please don't throw a fucking pick. Dak, True. don't throw a fucking pick. That's all that's going through my head. It's run the fucking ball. Run the ball. And then we were down at the goal line. And I'm like, all right, put fucking Pollard in and just yeah. score. Pollard didn't touch the field. It was third and goal, and, and Pollard doesn't isn't getting the ball. And luckily, Zeke gets in. Yeah. It's third yeah. and goal. It's so look at the goal line. Run fucking Zeke. The whole defense can know it's going to Zeke. I don't give a fuck. This is what I'm saying. We get sometimes offensive coordinators and coaches can get too cute and lose the game. Win the game, yeah. just power eye, hand the ball off to Zeke and call it. I mean to um, Pollard and call it a day. And I was again fair. It's, when you think about it, I was nervous for Dak and I was nervous for Zeke. It's a new generation that has to come up now. Pollard yeah. is for time, in my in my opinion. <laughs> and I looked at that offense. I mean that defense or the Dallas defense. It it. 
to me, the biggest, like, fuck yes was that turn, that stop. No matter what, NFL team at fourth and goal, to stop them in that manner to win a game, that's big-time playing, man. That's big-time playing. Yeah. Not to mention, I, maybe I can find a clip. The Texas quarterback was a baller. He was a stud. Well, I saw – that's the one thing I, I saw as well that, again, was just – this game was so bizarre because you look at the stat sheet. I mean, they were switching in and out. It was Davis yeah. Mills, who's their normal starter, and Jeff Driscoll, who I didn't even know was still in the league. Yeah. I think he Driscoll had a pretty damn good game. That fourth fourth and goal play I saw, it seemed like a broken play. He, like, turned the wrong way. Whatever the fuck happened. Yeah. But, again, this goes back to our point and why I think – again, I'm not just being a Dallas hater when I say I can't be all that afraid – of the Cowboys because this game and your worry came down to the two things we've been talking about since what week three it's Dak and it's the coaching staff, the coaching staff, not having Pollard and who already had two touchdowns at the end, like you said, and, and having you as a fan worry with every other play, is, is this going to be the game altering interception, which who knows? And again, come time, come playoff time when they play the Eagles, when, you know, they play, I know the you know, bucks fucking sucks. I guess I can't say them, but let's say they play the 49ers again. They're going to make that interception at the end of the game. Yeah. So yeah. it's, again, that's why I can't, I'm not fully hating on Dallas. They're having a, a no. very good year. But yeah. at the end of it, I can't be, I can't be too afraid or worried about them when the two main positions we need in coach and quarterback I, are questionable. Yes. And, and that's where my, um, like everything you're saying, completely agree. My takeaway from the whole game was that I was getting pissed off was, was Eagles fans, Tony. And in my group <laughs> chat, people hit me up, my, my students, like, Jesus Christ, Dallas had a close game with the Texans. What the fuck are you guys doing? Eagles fans have no room to talk. There's no – how can how, – how can, a record speaks for itself. But at the end of the day, let's look back to, to the close game. Let's look back to these uh, – and, and, and I, what did I get from you? I got a lot, too, of a win's a win, baby. A win's a win. Any given Sunday, something can happen. And exactly. I can't be – I'm not discouraged from the season. That doesn't – that game doesn't tell me the season's over. That game yeah. just exposed what we've known about Dak. And it kind of helped me out to see the defense. Like, all right, the defense is all right, a little bit more solid than I thought. And and give props to the Texans. That quarterback, without that busted play, that's a TD. If he doesn't bust yeah. that play, that's a fucking TD. And all, honestly, he was – if I could show you the play of him breaking down Lawrence, like, I've never seen a quarterback to say, fuck you. Like, I mean, he looks smooth. I was like – fuck, that's your guy right there. Like, he's a, that was smooth as shit that I saw. But I think it's unfair for Eagles fans to quickly turn around and be like, oh, shit, did Dallas hate you? <laughs> motherfuckers suck. And I'm like, yeah. are we not forgetting the Colts? Are we not forgetting your season that you had some close wins? Yeah, and I think, I mean, that's what I was texting you. I was literally, like, it, they may have come off as like, yo, Leak, you know, fuck you and the Cowboys. But I was honestly scoreboard watching, being like, dude, what the hell? What the hell is going, going on here? And then that's when, yeah, you texted me, like, Texans, they just, they got us today. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Oh, the Texans were fucking hitting, bro. Like, and this, and that, it goes back to your point that you just made and, you know, that you started with and that we say all the time, like, it, it is any given week. You know, it's easy for us as fans to say, you know, the Texans suck, right? The Rams yeah. suck this year. But at the end of the day, these are dudes that yeah. are, are prime time <laughs> athletes that are fighting for their livelihood. Like in reality, like they're fighting for a spot next year, or yeah. if they're free agents, they're fighting for another spot. And the point you just made of we got nothing to lose. Go out there, make the hit. Go mm -hmm. out there, throw the hail mary. Let's yeah. empty our playbook. See what the hell yeah. we got. You don't. There's no conservativeness to it. And 
again, this is this is why you get these games every single week. Mm-hmm. But again, I think again, just just coming from the the Cowboys fan perspective, wanted to get your uh, your word. Yeah, and and it's funny that when you look at like even playing the Eagles. Teams right now, no, I'm not in the playoffs. I kind of go fuck up. The same mm-hmm. thing how you guys lost that game. I just want to fuck up your record. That's all yeah, it's about. pride in that. There's fuck your record. Yeah, I beat that. you. Yeah. I beat – no one else beat you guys. I beat you. Yes. The Cowboys. Yeah. I came into Dallas and said, fuck Dallas, and I had nothing to lose and go up. And that's kind of what lost in the game, though. They're, I had nothing to lose in this season because I could kick the field goal. And, and and we yeah. have to go down now, and we have to score. There's a difference yeah. between we can either get three or, no, three to tie it, or we can score to win it. It's a difference between we have to score to win it. So that's what they went for. They went for the, the score, so then they are done automatically. Yeah. Or we could say, hey, kick the field goal, make them score on us. Because yeah. we haven't been moving the ball. We didn't move the ball like that all game. Right. At all. At all, we didn't do it. So it was like, fuck me, bro. We're about to lose. That's That was my thing, but... I think the Eagles hate from that. Those are the fans that I'm like, how can you turn the Eagles, uh, Eagles win and a Cowboys win? Still the Cowboys hate. Like, just be like, just, just speak as a fan of like, fuck what, like, like you, what happened? How the fuck do you guys um, have a close game with them? Oh, that makes sense. Shit. That's crazy. Like not yeah. you guys fucking suck. Like that to me, I was like, a call out. like at any point in time now I hear Eagles, like Tony is categorized as those guys. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's that fan. I'm like, I don't know you were like that, bro, but uh, I, I, I don't talk to him. I knew him. Well, listen, that's and that's what I think this year is. And, and again, it's why we love sports, right? It's why you and I do this. It's why we fucking text every single week. Mm-hmm. Like, this is fun. Like, it's fun when the Eagles and Cowboys yeah. are top of Good. the NFL because this is what, you know, you want that. That's It's all part of sports. And the fun of it is like, yo, you know, you guys barely beat the Texans. You suck. Or, <laughs> you know, you tell yeah. me we barely beat the Colts. Like, you guys fucking suck. But in yeah. reality, we're looking at two top five teams in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's just it, – it, it's cool that they're both good. And, I mean, listen, no disrespect to the Bears or the Jaguars that Eagles and Cowboys play this week. Fuck this week. Get yeah. get to Christmas Eve already. I say sit these mu- – here's my thing, too, with that. And then we could talk about um, the comments that were made by Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, are, are Cowboys fans just delusional? Is Micah yeah. Parsons just delusional? And this thing of like yeah. – Oh, the only way we go into Christmas Eve and say we're beating the Eagles, if the Eagles say we're in the playoffs, sit the whole fucking team. <laughs> sit everybody. And, of course, we might not fucking win still. Like, my thing is, like, what are we uh, – I have no problem with confidence going into a game, but I mm-hmm. feel like there's overt confidence. Like, we didn't go into halftime last time 20-0. to zero. Like, yeah. we didn't and- have Lawrence and, and Parsons <clears throat> quiet as fuck. We got Dak back, but still – Zeke, all the big guys were shut, quiet the entire game. So yeah. if you want to keep the energy, I expect a close game and it come down to a fourth quarter win by somebody, the way they're talking. I like I like that, I, and I respect that, that you say that. And, and as an Eagles fan, you know, we talked about this, you know, watching these, watching these games. There was a period of time where the Eagles were struggling, right? I mean, we even had an episode like, who should worry more, the Eagles or Cowboys? Oh, yeah, yeah. But what I watched this past Sunday was an absolute clinic. Again, we know the Giants aren't good. We've said that. I think I texted you like, you know, you've been saying they're a 500 football team. It's Divisional games are always tough. Whether the Giants were 0-12, that was going to yeah. be a dogfight. It was yeah. not. That offense looked like it was going in slow motion. It literally yeah. looked like Jalen Hurts could close his eyes, throw it behind his back wherever he wanted. They're getting healthy at the right time. They're playing a Bears team that, again, I'm sure we'll give them a little bit of a fight. I'm, I'm excited to see Justin Fields, but... 
Yeah. I think it's – you're right because I see on Twitter these Cowboys fans that are delusional. I see these Cowboys players that, again, we'll talk on Micah Parsons that's saying the shit. It's like, dude, listen, I guess that is the curse of being 11-1 and or 12-1. and Everybody wants to face you, especially your division rival, but it's like yeah. – Dude, again, not for nothing. Like you guys need to worry about the Jaguars, I believe, first before you even think about Christmas Eve, especially coming off the win that you just had. Yeah, I mean, there's no room to talk. You have nothing to stand on at this point. It's yeah. let's see. It's it's not a let's see what's happened. Like, hey, we got a ball. They got a ball. We'll we'll do our talk on the field. That's yes. it. You leave it at that. I'm coming to this game saw, with nothing to stand on. Yeah, and that's what I saw. What I liked. Because, you know, obviously today, media day for the Eagles, like everybody, that was their first question. And I think what Jalen Hurts said, um, what our head coach said, uh, Jordan Mailata, right tackle, literally every single one of them just said either I didn't hear it, which is bullshit. But again, you know, it's what you're supposed to say. Or we played the Bears this week. I don't not even worried about that, which, again, I know you're seeing it. I know it's going to add fuel to the fire, but that's what I want to see as an Eagles fan. Whether, again, it's bullshit, maybe behind closed doors, they have that quote hung up on a wall right now. But I want – listen, we have another NFL team to play this Sunday where, again, it's like here's Micah Parsons who did absolutely jack shit the first time that they played, Mm -hmm. and here he is running his mouth two weeks before the game is even going on. And and let's go into the Jaguars game and probably get embarrassed. Like this this is what I'm saying. Like focus on on, on one thing at a time and and week to week. And there's no – I wonder if he'll get, like, any scrutiny from his team for that. Like, yo, bro, you're adding extra not necessary pressure, right? The day before a game, by all means, talk your shit. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. You, you're in the mode, right? But the added pressure of, like, it's two weeks out, like, shut the fuck up, man. Like, yeah. like <laughs> there's a lot of shit that can go down. Yeah. And <laughs> now you put on yourself, right? If you want to be that guy, if you want to be that player that's like, fuck this, I'm going to talk shit, I'm going to put it on my back, by all means, do that. But let's yeah. go yep. through that shit now. Go prove yep. that shit. And I guess we can get right into the topic of Michael Parsons. And I'll add a clip yeah. here of Michael Parsons saying um, that it's not Jalen Hurts. He is not that. I don't know if he was saying I didn't get to the point yet of watch, actually physically watching it, but the clip is stating, uh, you'll see it there, that he's not that great of a player and it's the system. Is that correct? Is it Hurts or the team? Oh. <sighs> I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, <laughs> it's, I think it's, it's system and team. I think it's a little bit of both, man, because they got a great deep, they got a great offensive line, which helps Hurts. Hurts has AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. They got a good running game. I mean, Miles um, Sanders. They scheme that they, they scheme that they have. O line. I mean, bro, bro like, it, like. <laughs> And this Eagles Cowboys, this Eagles Cowboy coming up, ain't it? Yeah, it's coming up. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to make no enemies. So, again, I think it's it was a very tough quote because I get what maybe he's trying to say. I'm not sitting here trying to defend him. Fuck yeah. him. But <laughs> I get what he's saying. Like he's he legitimately is complimenting the Eagles, being like their team is just fucking nasty. Like their defense is disgusting. The O line's the best in the league. The rushing game's been on point. Like, we have two top-tier receivers. Like, he did say all of that. Okay. But at the same time, what he was saying was, I think Von Miller might have asked about, you know, the MVP and, you know, who's in the running. Uh And, uh, you know, he said Von Miller said, listen, it's Mahomes, it's Jalen Hurts right now. You know, I might throw Josh Allen in there of, like, quarterbacks that are just playing very well. 
And the problem with what Micah Parsons said was Hertz is not top five in any category, which is completely false. Basically, he shouldn't be in the MVP conversation because his team is also good. So, again, it's not that he – I mean, it's just a clear sign of disrespect. And, again, for him to bring up Brock Purdy's name, who none of us would have known if Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo didn't get hurt and won, what, one start so far? He's 1-0 ever as a starter. For him to compare or even say Brock Purdy's name in the same sentence as Jalen Hurts, that's the disrespectful part. Because, in, in a way, what he was saying was, Malik, we can throw you at quarterback. Eagles will still be 12-1. and one. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. I, I, that's that's exactly what he was saying pretty much, right? But at the same point, it's like if let's, – let's just say, for instance, he is dragging Jalen Hurts saying he's a system player. You take him out of the system, this, the record's still the same, the right. team's still the same, right? Let's just say that he says that. This is the same thing we were hearing about Dak a few years ago, that Dak was a system quarterback that wasn't that good. That's why – that's my first – Bias instinct of the Cowboys is always saying like, okay, it's the same thing I was said about Dak. Like, just take it, not saying discredit it, but saying take it for what it is. That's the same thing people said about Dak like a year ago. Now with that though, or two years like, ago, Dak has never been an MVP favorite this far into the season. Jalen Hurts is. Um, when Dak was getting that scrutiny, he was getting it from you know the Shannon Sharps, the Skip Baylesses, the like the media people whose job it is to have these conversations, never once, I think I texted this last night, never once did we have Malcolm Jenkins from a few years ago um, or, you know, anybody from, from you know, Elaine Johnson or Brandon Graham. Like, these guys would never just go on another podcast or in an interview and be like, yeah, yeah, you know what, take Dak out of Dallas and, like, he's nothing. Yeah, Never, never said that. That was the media that was kind of, yeah. you know, painting that picture. And to be fair, I would make the same argument that, Dak has since then not proven anything, but we're watching Jalen Hurts be an MVP favorite, put up MVP numbers, and I can tell you firsthand of watching every single Eagles game, they are not twelve and one without Jalen Hurts. Yeah. So I, I, again, I completely agree that he's bugging. In my notes, the one thing I did put in my notes is like he's a part of the new generation when it comes to football player analysts. Right? They truly true. do not know the sport in regards to like. What are your top fan like? You're when you're actually looking at the the overscope of the league. Why? How could you compare a one week winner versus mm -hmm. a season MVP? Right, that's in there. No one. I don't see not one person disagreeing with the Jalen Hurts is the MVP of the league. Right? If yeah. you, you people are trying to say Mahomes with the way he, like I'm like, there's no shot, bro. If you put yeah, Mahomes yeah. into the type of season that Jalen Hurts is having. He wins a hundred times in a row. Yeah, exactly. Like, why is there even a debate? And when I sent you that that picture, I mean, on Snap on Instagram of who, what quarterback would you pick in yeah. your top, um, your top things? And I said, right, right. Which one would you pick? No bias. Don't scroll to the left. It was A, B, C, right? Yeah. And hidden, looking at like all the them, it was like, thing. yeah, resume. Looking yeah. at all those things, it was yardage, passing yards, pretty similar or a little bit lower. Uh, a. And it was rushing yards, completions, TDs. I was like, player A. I scroll, it's Jalen Hurts. Like, now, what Michael Parsons is probably coming from is, of course, that Cowboys hate. He's not going to give him all his yeah. fucking credit. You got yeah. to take it for what it is. Like, he's, yeah, he exactly. plays against the game. If, if it was, again, he, it's easy for him to say Mahomes versus it is to say someone that's a, in his division. 
biggest rivalry, someone he plays constantly. It's mm-hmm. a little bit harder. I think no matter what, he gives him his flowers of like, nah, he's a dog. Off season. Yeah, and, it, and like, again, I, I get like the Brock Purdy point. Maybe he just meant, maybe, hopefully, yo, the Niners are stacked outside of the quarterback, and so are the Eagles. But again, it's like when, when you put the collection of words that you said, I get like you you can you can hate on players, but you just said like this new generation of players, like we still see it a tad, but in comparison to years and decades ago, like you don't see that one v one hate like you used yeah. to between players. Just say like, listen, the Jalen Hurts, the kid is balling the fuck out, but we also need to give more credit to the Eagles team. Boom. He, but instead, he, it felt more of like an attack or a disrespectful oh, yeah. remark. Which again, yeah. like I'm almost excited that he said that. Like I'm glad he said that. Because, again, I'm watching, dude, fucking Jalen Hurts every week. Like, this dominating win against the Giants. And they interviewed mm-hmm. him after the game. If I were just to sit you down and turn on the TV and say, yo, watch this interview, you could convince me the Eagles just got blown out 50 nothing. Yeah. No smiles, all business, on to the next one. This was cool. And it's like, I, he's definitely going to be fucking taking that inside of himself and trying to prove something. It's funny when you um have two things. When... Well, what I think about Michael Parsons, he's this new generation of fans. Like when I, when I hear like little dudes like talk about football, and I'm like listening to their conversations, they go off the hype train. One, one week it could go, oh my god, this quarterback's the best quarterback in the world. Have you seen? Yeah. What, yeah. Herbert? Have you seen Herbert? Yeah. Herbert's the fucking nastiest. The next <laughs> week it's a new guy. The next week it's a new guy. The next week it's, a new guy. it's like they're on the hype train of what they probably hear on ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. Secondly. As I was watching the Eagles game back and forth, right? Because at the gym, that's what was on. Um, There's a point when actually I seen someone tweet this, and I was like, I picked this up. As someone who played football, watches football, has talked about Jalen Hurts and the composure of a football player, I was watching the game. The Eagles probably were up 20 or so. I don't know. They were blowing them out. Not even close, right? As I'm watching, on the bench, you have Brown, Hurts, and another guy, right? I swear... All my life, I, exactly. I, I, I watched this and I said, oh, he's not fucking playing. No. He's not playing I know exactly at all. Brown and the other kid were fucking clapping, throw it like legit. <laughs> this with yeah. money, all this stuff. And I was like, he's sitting there looking straight, talk to his quarterback coach, or yep. officer kid, I don't know who it is, and just sitting there, stone face, up 20. And I was like, oh, shit. That's some shit that I like to see. I yeah. love to see that shit, and that's what I recognize in players. This is why this is what I recognize in Jalen Hurst before you and Tone are ready to get rid of him. This is what I've seen. Well, in that's her. what I well now uh, to to my own credit, I did say what I like about Jalen Hurts was the stuff you can't teach, like his mentality. That was always there. That got was you. always there. got you, got you, got. But now, I mean, like I said, I'll have to try to find and maybe send to you the clip of the post game interview. It, it was exactly what you just stated. Yeah. Fucking all business and yep. nothing else. Like, get me in this locker room. And yeah. And he takes a couple steps, recognizes the Eagles fans, you know, does his little fucking, you know, let out a little jolt, like a little fucking emotion. It's almost like this dude's a robot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, goes about his way. But, listen, big one it's against funny. the Bears. Actually, I was with Javon. Javon came to talk to my students on Friday. And mm-hmm. he would get his hair cut um, in the same spot Jalen Hurts did, right? And he would talk about it like, yo. Jalen Hurts is 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 a robot, and I was like, I was like, oh, I know. You could tell he was the kid that like I don't know who to compare him to. That like as a kid he knew he was league bound. It's no time for games. Yeah. No time to fuck off. 
And he was like, he's the most humblest guy. He doesn't care about money. He cares about fucking balling. And that's all he cares about. And you can see that even uh, in the in the games and, and everything like that. Like, I, I looked at him and I was like, that's the fucking quarterback. That's the difference between a lot of these quarterbacks. They're not bred like that old school, like, I'm not having fun. I have fun when we celebrate the championship. Tom Brady was not a fun quarterback. Tom Brady went yeah. through all his years. You didn't see Tom Brady and Bill Belichick celebrate or even acknowledge each other until Super Bowl. That's when the first time you've seen them ever yeah. hug each other or show emotion of a score or something like that. Like, Tom Brady does his little thing, but that's what I was like, fuck. But maybe next week we have this discussion of, truthfully, truthfully, where do you see this year going? I would love to see where you think this year is going. No, I, I'm I'm glad you asked me that because I'm honestly asking myself that every single week. Um, and it's because, like, I'm watching this team, you know, it, it's great. When everything's going great and you're winning these games, you know, you really haven't had much turmoil. Maybe, I guess, Washington lost on Monday night, you can say. Uh, they had to battle back on some games. But, like, they really haven't had to handle much trouble. So, yeah, I don't know. The only re- again, I don't want to say the only reason, but one of the only reasons I'm confident that they could make a deep playoff run and maybe a Super Bowl run is because of Jalen Hurts' mentality, and I do not believe he's the only one in that room with that. We also have a good mix of guys. You know, I brought up Brandon Graham, uh, Lane Johnson, Fletcher Cox, like these guys that were part of the Super Bowl team. Jason Kelsey is a big one that have the same mentality. You know, that have that like. Yeah. We really didn't do shit yet. Literally yeah. nothing. Like, we clinched a playoff berth. Like, cool. But in the grand scheme of things, that's nothing. So, I, I don't know. Again, everything's going right right now. So, it's easy yeah. for me to be like, oh, Super Bowl bound. We're 12-1, and one, number one seed. Yeah. But I will say, it's tough as shit to go through Philly. I think having that bye week, we've had a couple injuries. You know, get guys rested up a little bit. And just with these dudes' mentalities, this Jalen Hurts mentality, like, I don't think... He's going to allow this team, just like you said, to have too much fun. Yeah. And and that's a good thing because I saw coming off that Eagle Super Bowl, it was Doug Peterson wrote a book, had a book tour. There was a fucking statue of Nick Foles and Doug Peterson in the link. Like he wasn't like he was the backup quarterback still the next year. Mm-hmm. It was it was like it was drinking, it was partying, like parades and which is great. Like you deserve it. Like I don't want to be the the guy that's like not playing fucking on in an NFL roster winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. So Yeah. But that's like the next season. And since then, like we haven't seen these runs, like you had a magical run and then it kind of turned into your coach being fired. Carson Wentz leaving, like shit just happened. I don't really see this team having like a letdown, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I just don't yeah. like this bears game would be a game. I would any other year be worried about because yeah. the Cowboys are next week. Bears kind of suck, but they have some, you know, Justin Fields is an electric player. Yeah. But I, I genuinely feel like, Jalen Hurts and these leaders on this team are going to be like, fucking, let's win this one by 30, get out of here early, and go prep for Saturday for yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah. So I feel I feel good. Yeah, good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm very interested to see where this season goes. At this point, I'm just like, it sucks. The Cowboys going to make it to the wild card and fucking. Every year. Blow it the first first game. I'd rather you blow it the first <laughs> game and just move on. And it's I'll not, be honest with you. If, if you guys play the Bucs, I know they look like dog shit. I still think the Bucks would, would beat the Cowboys. I don't think they look that bad. I I think I watched I watched the Bucks game. Um, in my opinion, I see Brady. I see, you know, he doesn't have a lot of weapons, but I see them playing up. It was a I think that they just got trashed by San Francisco. It just yeah. is what it is. 
but I truly was like, all right, like it's not too bad of a of a win. It's a, it's a one off, but I don't think they're. I'm not counting them out on Brady still balling. I can never count Brady. Even that yeah. game, I was like, all right, they're down. How many? Like it's still Brady. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. And I still yeah. think that defense. I f- would hope that we see it come to life. I don't think they're as bad as they've been playing either. No, they're not. Not at all. Um, where do you want to move to, bro? We uh, can talk about the Vikings' demise. Yeah, let's what, let's talk about the Vikings' demise and maybe uh, pay some respect to the Lions. The Lions, finally. Something that yeah. we've been, been waiting for all year, for the Lions to kind of get their groove in and get mm-hmm. their kind of respect that they're deserved. Because they are putting the work in, right? The head coach, brand new to the year, t- pretty much is turning over that entire franchise. I definitely see him being there for a long time for what he's yeah. able to achieve this year. You know, the them and the Colts are two teams. That I'm like, their record is not who they are. The record doesn't define them. The record is going to show that okay, they had some close games. They may have lost some, but the fact that you see them beating a good team, they beat a good Vikings team, and, yeah. and by what was it by ten? I think it was by eight. Eight? But beating a team like that and in that manner, and then you also have to look at the, the Vikings. Holy shit. You want yeah. to talk about a year yeah. going down? We were focused on the Giants when they were on their little run of them being um, frauds. I think the biggest frauds right now might be the yeah. Vikings. What do you think? No, I, I think you're right. And this was, again, I guess the worry. They were, what, like fucking 10 and 1. Yeah. And both of us were like, okay. And then yeah. that, and then the Cowboys absolutely shell them, and then now they're losing to a red hot Lions team. I don't know. It's going to be they're going to be a team. They're going to win that division. Um, they'll play a Washington or Seattle. Like they'll probably they'll probably win a playoff game, but yeah. I can't see them going any further. Like I don't know if I see them beating Dallas. I don't know. I sure as hell don't see them beating San Francisco. I don't see them beating the Eagles. So. Yeah. I, They'll win a playoff game just because whatever wild card happens to get the seventh seed, yeah, they're better than. But uh, I fuck. I hope the Lions get in the playoffs. I really yeah. hope they get. Yeah, that that'll be an interesting uh, story of like they yeah. win their first round playoff game with the new head coach, and that that that'll be pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm, I think the Vikings is something to watch out on. How are they looking within their division? It's, they'll clinch it. Okay, it'll it's pretty much done. I think the. Uh, I honestly think the Lions might be in second place right now with six wins. So they, they will probably, if they didn't already, like they, they might be able to clinch it next week. Okay. Where, Let me where see. I like it. Yeah. So they, yeah, they're like four games up still on the Lions. Um, so they'll, if they, with a win this week, I want to say they probably even clinch it. Where? I like but to hear it's, that. It's crazy, man, because it's almost the same worry as Dallas has with Dak. I mean, you can't trust Kirk Cousins. And I think the Vikings' defense is pretty – it's bad. I just don't like – I don't think Kirk Cousins is your starter quarterback if if you have to decide, right? If you have a choice to draft, to um, have, um, you know, a season quarterback, he's not the guy, like, yeah. no matter what. And, and I think yeah. he's just not – he's not a starter. He's a – he reminds me of a Fitz – not Fitzgerald, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, yeah. Like when it fits Patrick, but he plays a little bit better than Fitzpatrick. But I don't think he's that again, Kirk Cousins Dak, in my opinion. And we have to respect to, exactly. to Dak. Now Dak made comments like I'm gonna figure it out, I'm gonna get it together. It's like, bro, we can't have two picks in the game. And each time we say, Okay, one was him, the other one was mm-hmm. a tip ball. 
the tip ball still is your fault because you you forced it there. You forced it to someone tipping the ball. You forced it to that to that spot. And it seems like if he's lazy, like when he's throwing the ball as well, like when I'm watching, like he's not getting it over the defense. I'm like, you're not that short. If Russell Wilson doesn't have this many batted balls, why do you have this many? Yeah, like, that's true. It's, it's just he's just not getting over the defense line. He's slinging it. He's just throwing it up. Like, come on, man. Like precision. Get us the fucking wins. You can't blame the wide receivers no more. Our wide receivers are balling yeah. out. You fucking get. Gallup fucking destroyed in that game by by putting it behind him. Uh, like it's it's just stuff that like these little inconsistencies that he does that it makes you think like one year he could be on point, the next year he has too many inconsistencies. So it's like he has to figure it out at, at some point. Yeah, it's, it's not gonna win us big games. No, no. And I mean, again, I think that's what he is. He's Dak and Kirk Cousins, like they're mid tier quarterbacks. There's half the league has worse quarterbacks, half the league yeah. has better, and they're kind of right in the middle. And that's yeah. probably where they're staying. Still beat my debate we had of all time versus who's better, Dak or uh, um, what's you call it, your boy, Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. He has a yeah. Super Bowl ring though, so he doesn't have a Super Bowl wing, ring. Oh, he does. Let him to the one seed. He's got a ring. <laughs> exactly. <the same> thing. <laughs> he didn't win that game, but hey, still better. Um, what do you want to touch on next, baby? We could. Uh, I want to. Uh, while I was looking at the college football playoffs, and I, I had a. Um, a heavy, heavy, like, fuckery going down. Because I'm a Ohio State fan, I get a lot of updates of players not playing or not healthy to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, our starting running back, uh, he's getting surgery. He's out. Um, we had one of our wide receivers, not Harrison Jr., the other one. I'm forgetting his yeah, name. Yeah. I think he believed he had an African name. Um, he's declaring for the draft. Yeah. So it, did he play? Did he play all year? Yeah. He did. Okay. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think there was one of them. There was another receiver that just didn't play all year. And it will probably be a first round draft pick. But I yeah, he, his name. He, he, he was in and out. Um, but I think that it, it makes me nervous. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, get your money. I'm all for fuck, fuck wasting your injuries on a college playoff. But in yeah. my opinion, it's not bowl games. This is where this is where I think that the playoffs are starting. This is why the playoffs were kind of invented as well. It was a touch away from people declaring to go to the draft because they're not going to waste their a possible injury yeah. on a bowl game. This is for a natty. At the end of the day, this is for a national championship. This is for a championship game. This isn't just a Rose Bowl or something like that. Mm-mm. That's where I'm like, fucking ball, bro. Finish this yeah. shit out, man. Like, get this W. Go out of college. Like, fuck it, man. Like, yeah, I'm going to the league. But also got a national championship in a league. And like there was a linebacker, uh, I forget his name for Ohio State, and they asked him, um, you know, are you declaring? What are you doing? And his simple response was like, I don't know, I'm looking forward just to these next two games. Yeah. So in in, in their eyes, he's like, I'm pl- we're playing. We're going to see that next yeah. championship. And I tell you, mark my words right now, if we beat Georgia, I ha- I I will bet my house that we win the national championship. If we beat I Georgia. Agree. That's I agree. It. I agree. I think I think we were saying this last week. The winner of Georgia Ohio State, I believe, will win the national championship game. But touching on your point with with these guys declaring and and you know, I respect certain, it though. I'm not. I, I can't do. Like, I get it. I, I fully get it. But kind of like you said, like make your money. Yeah. I know. You know, draft grades are are all but in at this point. You know, they'll have the combine, but there's something to be said if you go and ball out on the biggest stage, the two biggest games that you'll ever play in your college yeah. career. That's going to catch the eyes of some NFL teams. Yeah. And I know, you know, different sport, but Ben Simmons, one of his biggest knocks was that 
He didn't play in the postseason. I don't even think LSU made the big tournament, the March Madness tournament, but they still played in the NIT, and he just didn't play. He wasn't hurt, but he said, I'm declaring for the draft. I'm out of here anyway. And that was a little concerning to some people was his competitiveness, and now we see he got <laughs> yeah, right? thrown in his fucking body. But there is also something to that. Again, I doubt that many will, but I'd be hard-pressed to believe that not a few people would say, you know what? Like, this dude's kind of leaving his guys out to dry. You know, this is your family for three-plus years, 12-plus games that you're in a dogfight with. And like you said, it's a national championship game. Fucking go out with your boys, with your family, one last time for one last ride and do something that's going to be etched in history forever. I mean, shit, when we look at um, who's your your wide receiver right now from from Alabama? Uh, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. His yeah, junior exactly. year or sophomore year, he was the one that made the catch to beat um, Oklahoma, was it Oklahoma or whoever they beat in Georgia to beat Georgia in a national championship. That yeah. bomb yes. to Batua, right? Next yep. year comes back. He's the guy now. He was he the yeah. guy. Yep. Exactly. So these and games do produce these big-time guys and and in, in your your draft class uh, changing. But I, I can't I – can't, if I was in that position, would I do it? I think that's a tough decision. It depends, right? Where's my draft at? If I'm a top five draft pick, I'm out. If right. I'm if I'm Bryce Young, do I play? I'm out. Like I'm, yeah. I'm like, if you know I need I mean? it. If I if I I don't need it. But if I'm still on the edge of you may go first round, second round, I'm balling. Easy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm balling. <laughs> Easy. Like it, I gotta earn that first, or you'll take me where you're gonna take me in the second. Yeah. So, bet on yourself. Is, I'm I'm balling now, and if I get hurt, I get hurt. I'm getting, getting hurt in a national championship game. It's not fucking week four versus TCU. I mean, not TCU, but like Kansas. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, exactly. You feel me? Like it's it's not some bullshit school you're playing. So I don't know. I'm excited. I think we do also have some good bowl games. I was gonna look at that Orange mm-hmm. Bowl is legit. The Battle of the Orange, Tennessee. Um, right. It's Tennessee versus Clemson. Uh, that's gonna be a great game. I think that Alabama TC, I mean Alabama Kansas State game is like fuck. That's going to be a shitty game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's going to be a blowout by Alabama. Be like, Bama, be Bama. Go get your money. But I think yeah. some of those are some good, yeah. some good watches too. I'm, I'm excited for. I do like that they structure that Nash the um, playoff first round or this this round of the playoffs that they schedule it schedule it um, 4 p.m. and then 7:30 or 8:30. I yeah. love that it's one day on the 31st. I love that. I know. Wait, lead you in, lead you into New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, right. It's so awesome. I, I, I love that. It's the thirtieth or thirty first. Thirty uh, first. So it'll be. So I'm looking now. The thirty first is actually a good slate. But uh, so the TCU Michigan's at four. Ohio State Georgia's at eight. Uh, and then Alabama Kansas State is at twelve. So full day right there. So wait, the thirty first. That's New Year's Eve, right? New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. So you go into New Year's Eve for like a a full scope of games and you're, you're watching, exactly. you're chilling. So it's like, I, I love to see the, the, the I love that they do those games. But I remember, I think last year it was like, we had Ohio state play first and then bam, I'm playing yeah. next. And I was yep. already like, fuck it. Like, yes, 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 yes. I'm hyped. I'm hyped to see it. But yeah, we need, I need a W though. I need to upset Georgia. I'm, I'm, it's so far out and I can't fucking wait for this game to happen. Yeah. No, I'm no, I completely agree. Bit. I think the more, uh, the more we get closer to this, the more I'm thinking Ohio State doesn't have much of a chance. I really started out by thinking they might very yeah. well upset Georgia, <laughs> but fuck, man, the more I think about it, the more I think it's going to be uh, Georgia might just route their way to another natty. 
Especially right now, they're fucking rusting up. They, they <laughs> rusting the fuck up, them big boys. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> All right, brother. Anything else you want to touch on, my guy? No, nah, no. Nah, I think uh, I think I'm all good. I know we we're touching on maybe getting a little basketball midseason yeah. preview, if you will, in the next couple of weeks. So you know, we'll hit on oh, that basketball then, but, as yeah. well as keep a lookout for our uh, last chance. You the basketball has just dropped. Yeah, yeah. Out. It came out yesterday. So we're going to be doing. Um, let's see how many episodes is is the last chance you this season so if you haven't ever heard of last chance you it's a uh series on netflix that they follow uh these pretty much jucos that are the last chance for these players to possibly make it to a power five school mm-hmm. um and this it they follow different schools i think this is like their fifth season yeah i think so i think uh, but yeah, basketball second, this, second this one doing basketball yeah yeah this is their second season so there are eight episodes so we'll do two episodes in each review, one and two, uh, three and four, five and six, seven and eight, and give you a recap of it. So please check it out uh, on Netflix. Um, and I, they, they do follow the same. It looks like Juco from last year. Um, and yeah. also I'm yep. trying to get Liam to watch the – also produced by those that produced Last Chance U is Cheer. If you haven't watched that on Netflix, that, that made me want to say, fuck that, my son – or daughter will be doing cheerleading to get scholarship <laughs> for college. Either way, it pays for college, even though there's nothing after that. But that cheerleading is yeah. some shit, bro. And that's a great documentary uh, to watch as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got to hop on that. I was definitely surprised that you brought that up. but uh... Dog, and to be honest with you, I was on that shit, like, when it first came out. Because, I, I mean, no, when the second season came out, I was like, let me check this out. It was, like, produced by those that produced Last Chance You. So I was like, all right, let's check it out. And when I saw how much drama and, and how, like, they make it like, fuck, this is a sport. Because you look at yeah. cheer like, this ain't no fucking sport. Yeah. And you look at that shit and you're like, yo, these motherfuckers go through it. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm checking this out. So yeah. give it a look, bro. I'll have to. I'll have to. All right, guys, thank you again for supporting In Those We Trust podcast. Please go like, comment, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, follow us on uh, Spotify. Instagram at we trust underscore podcast, um, as well as Liam. Follow him on the Instagram at mm-hmm. Liam Stokes 11. You know the deal. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. All right. Thanks, Lee.